yes, you know it. We are live, back in action, streaming through your internet on Anchor Radio. This is the Root for Sports Podcast. My name is Jason Fearman, and you can find me on Twitter at SportsProfit1. And with me today, from deep in the heart of Texas, my man in Dallas over there, hated rival on the football field, but a great friend off of it, is J.J. Neely, and you can find him on Twitter at JJNEely. Oh, nine. JJ, what is happening, my brother? How are we feeling today? Oh, my gosh. The great sports prophet. Man, it's been forever. Ah, called the, the great sports. Uh, now, you, now you're making me feel good. I'm blushing over here in Florida where we were supposed to have this hurricane that never arrived, which I'm thankful for. I really am. <laughs> hey, man, I'm doing great. How are you? Man, man, you know what? Things are going pretty good. I'm obviously stoked for this football season. I, I can't wait. You know, college is back, which is wonderful. But at the same time, man, I got to tell you, there's really nothing like the NFL. It's just, it's phenomenal. I, I can't wait. You know, it's like the fantasy football drafts that you go through before, all the hype. Every team is 0-0 before the season starts. We all got a shot at making the Super Bowl. Well, not really, but, you know, most teams do. And I got a feeling, man, this, this year is going to be a mixed-up year. I don't think it's going to be, you know, yeah, Patriots going back to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I'm not sure about a few other teams. You know, I think this year is a little bit more open than years have passed. I couldn't agree more, man. There's faces and places changing, and it's just like, what's going on, you know? Yeah, really. Houston. Yeah, oh, my God, Houston. What do you think about all that? I mean – you know, the Jadavian Clowney thing almost seemed inevitable because from day one uh, over there in camp this year, he was saying that, you know, he kind of either wanted out, new deal, whatever it was going to be. And, you know, a few days before the season, there he goes off to Seattle of all teams. I mean, geez, that that's <laughs> that's adding on over there. That's not a bad deal having him over there at the end. Oh, no, I, I wouldn't have let him go at all. I would have given him whatever he wanted personally. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. And, you know, speaking of the, the, the Texans over here, you know, they pick up Laramie Tunsil. They pick up uh, Kenny Stills, who is a decent wide receiver. Know that about it. Um, but, uh, you know, Laramie Tunsil is a, a very good lineman, just not one of the greatest ones out there, but a very, very good left tackle. So um, in turn, you know, they did get something back. It was an indirect uh, deal, obviously, but the Dolphins got nothing. At all. They just got a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. I uh, I don't even know. I can't put in the words. I, neither can I. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm with you. I mean, you know, other than, you know, the fact that it's pretty obviously that they're, you know, quote unquote tanking over here. But, I mean, let's get real, dude. This is, this is something serious over here. I mean, you see NFL teams sort of tank once in a while, and it's usually toward the latter part of the season. But, you know, right now, I mean, you know, look, if they really wanted to completely tank, I guess they throw Josh Rosen in. I mean, at least see what the kids got, you know, from week one. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to start. Um, the only bright spot I really see in this team right now, which really hasn't been shown that much, is uh, the, their new running back that they had drafted this year, uh, Balaj. Uh, Kevin Balazs, I think, is his name. I got it, you know, memory serves. But uh, there's a lot of talk about him with Kenyon Drake being the starter, obviously. But, uh, you know, we'll see what that kid can do. Other than that, the Dolphins, they seem primed to be the worst team in the NFL with the number one pick next year. And does that mean Josh Rosen moves again because Tua comes over? I mean, unbelievable. Oh, Tua. Yeah, I don't 
Tua. Oh boy. Number one draft pick possibly coming to Miami. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Very possible. Certainly very possible. So, yeah, we'll see. A lot of twists and turns. Uh, Old faithful over there, LaShawn McCoy, um, leaving the Bills kind of as expected and reuniting with, uh, you know, the Chiefs and Andy Reid over there. So he's likely, obviously, not going to be starting anytime soon, if at all. That belongs to Damian Williams. And they got Carlos Hyde there, so... That three-headed running back is pretty darn good to an already aerial assault uh, led by Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I mean, that offense, they can legit score, you know, 60, 70 points this year in a game. Oh, for sure. Easily. And, you know, I got to think the football guys, he did not go back to Philly. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> right. No doubt. No, they have Philly. They look pretty good this year. You know, there's a lot of teams, like I said, that look good this year, uh, look good last year. Some have fallen off. There are a few sleepers I see out there. So I want to get into this with you, buddy. You know, we're talking about a few teams already, but I want to go division by division, really team by team. We'll drop in a few notes, uh, each team that we're thinking and see where we think they're going to stand about at the end of the season. So if you are ready, sir. The AFC East will begin there, as we always seem to begin there. And uh, between those four teams, Miami, we already talked about kind of sticking up the joint. The Jets are on the rise, no doubt about that. The Buffalo Bills, gosh, if you go to the Sports Chronicles, uh, the Sports Cron Network, uh, Cron Network, um, you'll see over there, I just recently written an article about the Bills and, you know, how quote-unquote bad they are they're not doing too well they're a mediocre team and they may even move the franchise somewhere at some point um they were talking about toronto for a while but they're a mess which leaves the one and only new england patriots who i have winning that division what say you i you know with the the history they have i can't argue (laughs) yeah it's it's hard to i mean really there's nothing else there right there's nothing else there. Even with Tom Brady aging, and uh, you know, I'll throw this one at you uh, with uh, with the Patriots. I also had uh, recently written an article on the SportsCall.com um, <clears throat> where uh, Tom Brady, yeah, 42, and he still had a great season last year. Know that about it. But with Sony Michelle in there, Rex Burkhead, James White, uh, they even drafted a kid out of Alabama this year. I forgot his name off the top of my head, but. Man, they're going to be turning to a running style offense and looking to beef up that defense more. Even though they got some pretty good wide receivers, you know, Gronk is gone, obviously. Josh Gordon, we'll see if he can even play a whole year. Julian Edelman, you know what you get out of him. But it looks to me that they're going to be more of a run the ball, time control offense, and let the defense create some turnovers. I see a lot of change there in New England. Yeah, and you know, that. That really makes me wonder, how much does Tom Brady have left in the tank? Absolutely. It's a legit question. It really is. Even though, again, he's still defying, you know, all odds over here. Uh, it's, it's re- you know, again, it really is something else, what he's doing, but how long he could do it for, no matter how much holistic medicine he's taken and eating kale or whatever the heck that is, you know, on his nutrition diet. It's only going to last so long. So, um, yeah, for this year, definitely see them doing well. Um Yeah, got to pick them in the AFC East. And let's go to the North now. Everybody's talking about the Cleveland Browns, right? They are the hot story of not only that division, but the entire league. From Baker Mayfield and his giant, huge mouth, that guy is more braggadocious 
than, I mean, even Hulk Hogan in the WWF days, you know, going back to the 80s. Uh, so it's, it's really something else. But they do have a very good team. They just have to come together. And if they do, yeah, they can win 9 or 10 games this year. I really believe that. But with that being said, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still the class of that division. That Now that A.B. is gone, I think they're going to be better. I'm watching this James Washington kid who's going to play where Juju Smith-Schuster was playing last year. And you know Smith-Schuster is no joke. That guy is absolutely legit. This James Washington kid now in his second year, I love him. Ben can still throw the ball great. James Conner surprising us. That defense still can do a good job. You know, they, they did a much better job on defense this year. You can bring in a guy like Devin Bush from Michigan State. So I'm loving what the Steelers are doing. Not sold on Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, even though I think their running game will be great between him and Ingram, and certainly not the Bengals, who I think are down there with the Dolphins. So I'm liking the Pittsburgh Steelers, buddy. I don't know. if you got another thought on that one? Uh, okay. I'm going to bring in my history as an NFC East Cowboys fan. I'm going to say OBJ. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Okay, so he's that much of a beast to you where you think that he can overcome or you think that he's that too much of a loudmouth where he's going to break up the team? I think maybe the change of scenery is going to do him some good. Okay. But okay. I do worry about um, Baker Mayfield because I've seen him in college as well. That's a tough one. I think they somehow survive and they win the division. Okay, fair enough. Fair. Yeah, look, you're not alone in that one. People do think that they can win the division, and look, it makes perfect sense to me. They they have a lot of talent. Uh, we'll see if Freddie Kitchens can keep all that talent cohesive. Moving on, AFC South. Well, that division got freaking mixed up. Woo! Andrew Luck retiring out of nowhere. Um, you know, God bless the guy. He's been through so many injuries, so we're not going to get into that too much. Everybody knows the story. Um, we just all really wish him well, but... Um, yeah, some people do have their opinion. Um, I don't know what yours is, but leaving the team a couple of weeks before the season starts, almost regardless of what's going on, is a little shady. It's kind of hard to think that he came up with this only a couple of weeks ago. So at the same time, while I have full respect for him and his life as a human being and what he wants to do and stay healthy, of course, it's still a weird one, you know, leaving your team as the guy with legit Super Bowl chances this year, and really just throwing that out the window. No respect to Jacoby Brissett, who just got paid more money than he ever thought that he can make in 14 lifetimes, $30 million for two years. So um, that being said over there, I, I don't know. Do you see, do you fault Andrew Luck at all, or do you just see this as, you know what, he's a human being, and this is what some people do? I, I think he did good. Um, I can't fault him at all because he was, he wants to be able to live and, you know, not have problems moving and, you know, sure. be able to see his kids and all this. <coughs> I, I just can't. Yeah. So you, you, you find no fault with it. And again, I, I truly don't find fault with it. He's a human being. We don't know what goes on inside that head, you know, especially the way that his body's been feeling. It's just a little odd, obviously to do it two weeks before the season, but Brissette, has been their quarterback, uh, basically, you know, again, all preseason going back to last year. So he knows the system, and they could do pretty well. Ah, oh, I see you got a Cleveland Brown back there. You got one of your dogs barking. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm so 
No, come on, buddy. It's all right. We're having fun over here. We're doing NFL stuff. So, hey, listen. So, with all that being said, um, Indianapolis Colts, I feel, are out of it now. Um, Never really saw Tennessee being a threat. The two teams that I like in that division are Houston and Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Nick Foles, him and D.D. Westbrook are becoming quite the combination in the NFL early and often. Um, he's a great player, uh, uh, D.D. Westbrook, and I can't wait to see what happens with those guys, especially because I have them both on my fantasy teams. Besides the point, Houston also, despite losing Clowney, still have a pretty stout defense. And Deshaun Watson, him being healthy with wide receivers like DeAndre Hopkins and Fuller, I, 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 I see them possibly winning that division again. But if Jacksonville wins, it won't shock me, really won't which is why I went back and forth, gave these teams the exact same record, which means I believe that they're both getting in, a little foreshadowing over there, but I still think Houston somehow pulls the division out. Wow. Okay. What are your Um, thoughts? (laughs) That's a tough one. Aside from uh, Andrew Luck, You know, I I have a feeling that maybe that organization, well, obviously, they knew something we didn't, right? True. And I think um, the whole retirement thing was in the making. I don't know why it happened so suddenly. But if if they didn't have any confidence in Brissett, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Brissett, you got it. Um... I think maybe they wouldn't have let it happen if they weren't confident in him. So maybe there's very little change in the the way they go. I'm going to say either the Texans or the Colts. Okay. I have one question for Houston being the loss of Jadevian Clowney, though. That's my only thing. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, You know, let's not forget, and you're 100% right, because he is a beast out there. They have expected more from him. They thought they'd get more sacks, and he's been hurt. Uh, quite often. So I do understand the release, um, but you know, I'm not taking anything away from him. When that guy's on the field, his athletic ability is phenomenal. He can stop the run behind the line of scrimmage, sack the quarterback. Uh, he can make a lot of plays. So, all right, you're still kind of, you know, going with the Colts over there. I, I, I like that. I like that. They still are a good team. And if for second step up and play big boy football, I think they got a real shot. So not bad right there, JJ. Let's uh, finish out the AFC with the West. Uh, You have a pretty good division there as far as I'm concerned. Not that Oakland's great, but not much further for them to go down. So hopefully they'll take a step up this year with Antonio Brown coming in and all of his issues. Let's see if he could be a good teammate, which apparently he wasn't in Pittsburgh. Um, We also got the San San Diego, look at me, the L.A. Chargers, (laughs) who I did say last year was going to take a giant step up and I did predict them to win the Super Bowl. I was wrong on that one, but I was one of the few who took a non-playoff team and said they're going to come around and win the Super Bowl this year. Even picked Philip Rivers to win the MVP. I think he finished third or fourth. Uh, regardless, they still have a very good team. They're so good, actually, that they said, Melvin Gordon, we really don't care. If you don't want to stay, If you, we're not paying you, buddy. All right, You're on contract. You don't want to play? Go watch the game at home. No big deal. We really don't care. So that's what they think of not just him, but the running game in general, and also how they feel about their backups in Eckler and Jackson. So Melvin Gordon, you lost, buddy. 
you're not Zeke. You're not Todd Gurley. That didn't work out for you. So he may not even play at all this year unless they possibly pull out a late season trade. Um, that may work, and the Texans may be able to use him as well. We'll see. But, again, uh, going further with this division, the Kansas City Chiefs, we know what we're getting from them, guys. We said before, they're going to score a ton of points. They're going to be very tough to beat, even with how, I don't want to say weak they are in defense. They're just a little under average, I would say. But they make up for it on offense. But then again, there's the Denver Broncos, who people are sleeping on. Again, foreshadowing. Joe Flacco is better than what people think. They got a stable quarterback now. Emmanuel Sanders is back. They expect a lot out of Cortland Sutton. You got Philip Lindsley. They expect more out of Booker this year. So their offense is good. They have a pretty good offensive line. Their defense, to me, I'm going to tell you right now, you watch. They're going to be a top two, three offense in this league. Vic Fangio is so underrated as a person, as a coach on that field, on the defense, what he did with the Bears last year was not a fluke. It was phenomenal. He did the same thing with the San Francisco 49ers. He's done it everywhere he's been. He's going to do it for the Denver Broncos. They're going to be tough to score on, and the Broncos won't be an offensive juggernaut, but they'll score enough and control the ball enough to win that division over the Kansas City Chiefs. JJ, I know you're sitting there in shock. You may have passed out by now. But I got to get your thoughts. <laughs> um, let me add to this. They also had DeMarcus Ware coaching. Hey, there you go. Not, yeah, that's true. So, you know, if you got D-Ware up there, I, yeah. I can't argue that. It's either going to be the Broncos or Chiefs as well for me. That, um... I, I wouldn't underestimate Flacco at all. Uh, just, yeah, no, I, I can't, again, I can't argue. Um, yeah, it's, it's I'm look, speechless, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Look, I've, I've talked about this with, with a lot of people. Some agree, most don't, as you would, you would imagine. But, uh, yeah, I, look, Vic Fangio is, is going to be fantastic. That defense will be great. And, uh, you know, a veteran like Joe Flacco, who was a Super Bowl MVP not too long ago, six years. Yeah, it's a little while, but the guy doesn't turn the ball over. They're going to be running the ball an awful lot. I can't wait to see what this team's got. I love Denver this year. I think they win the West, uh, the AFC West. All right. That being said, we'll get to our wild cards after we finish the NFC division, starting with the NFC East and your beloved Dallas Cowboys. Why don't you kick this one off, JJ? You got the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Redskins. Pretty tough division over there, and they all play well against each other. Now, try to take your uh, bias out of this one. What do you think? Especially <laughs> especially with the unknown status of one Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, oh boy. Um... My gut tells me there's going to be something about the Eagles to watch. I can't quite put my finger on it, but the Eagles are going to be a thorn in the Cowboys' side. It's going to come down to those two. Um, the Cowboys played the Giants on week one. I think that's an easy win for the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why I'm throwing that in there. <laughs> that's all right. That's all but, right. Um, I, I think maybe, yeah. Eagles and Cowboys, that's, that's your end of the season 
race. Sure. I believe it comes down to them too. Um, I love the Eagles this year. I think they're, they're definitely a force to be reckoned with, but I'm almost positive Zeke will be back. And I think that team is absolutely prime, ready to rock and roll. They can win 12, 13 games this year. I certainly think they're going to win the division. Um, I really, I don't think they're going to win 13 games, but they're capable of it. They have a, an extremely well-rounded team. I think Dallas is going to take the East this year. I don't see much from the Giants. I think Washington could surprise us a little bit. I'd like to see Dwayne Haskins get in there at some point, but I'm taking Dallas in that division. Uh, going on to the uh, NFC North now, you got the Packers, Bears, you got the Lions, and Vikings. I'm going to spit it out right now quickly. Minnesota Vikings, they're taking that division. The Bears are going to step back. The Lions are stuck in quicksand, basically. So I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings, who didn't make the playoffs last year, but probably have the most complete roster in the NFL. The Green Bay Packers, I do believe, are going to be better than last year. I think the coaching relationship between uh, LaFleur and Aaron Aaron Rodgers is going to go over pretty well. Their defense is shored up, but still Minnesota Vikings, most well-rounded team in the NFL to me. So I like the Vikings in the North. What do you say? Uh, God, that's a tough one. Why is it so tough? Because we got a lot of good teams in the NFL, baby. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, I, I want to lean towards the Packers just because everybody's sleeping on them. Good. Good. I like that. I like that. You, you see great minds think alike. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to be a much better team this year, and I'm with you. I like that. All right, Packers, not bad. Wouldn't surprise me in the least, JJ. Going on to the South, we have the defending uh, division champion New Orleans Saints. We got the Carolina Panthers. We got the Atlanta Falcons, who a lot of people think are going to take a step up, including myself. And last but not lonely least, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who apparently have decided to give Jameis Winston one more shot. Why? I guess Bruce Arians. Let's see if he can magically fix him. In that division, um, yeah, the Saints are still the cream of the crop. But I really am with a lot of people on this where the Atlanta Falcons take a big, huge step up defensively, offensively, everywhere. I think Calvin Ridley comes again with a big year in his uh, sophomore season. Um, The running game may be a little bit tough, so they may do a little Patriots action with a short passing game. I like that team. I think they're going places. I like them to win the NFC North. And um, excuse me, the NFC South. What do you think? Uh, You said Atlanta, Chris? Mm -hmm. I like the Falcons in that division. I think I'm gonna go Saints. I don't blame you. Don't blame me, buddies. Just, just say again. No, I'm saying I don't blame you one bit. It's just too easy. Yeah, too. <laughs> I know. Hey, look, you know Drew Brees, Sean Payton. You know if if the if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You know, so they're doing the right thing over there. Plus, I love Alvin Kamara. He might be my favorite player in the NFL. So yeah, the Saints. Yeah, they uh. I think they may take a step back, but of course, I could see him winning the division, no problem. All right, let's get to our last division, which would be the NFC West. That's uh, my division with my San Francisco 49ers. Have been disappointed watching Jimmy Garoppolo so far. Jarek McKinnon, oh, God bless him, unfortunately, out for a second straight year with an injury. Not cool, but they do have some pretty good running backs in Breida. 
uh, Tevin Coleman, who they got from the Falcons. Defensively, um, their front seven is fantastic. They have an excellent line, but they're not winning the division. Neither are the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is not Patrick Mahomes. Okay, that's not going to happen. All right, the Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks barely made the playoffs last year. I think they barely miss it this year. Even with Jadavian Clowney coming in, a lack of scoring, that's what I see. I don't know if this team can score more than 17 points a game. And that's very low, all right? I may be a little, uh, you know, exaggerating that. But that leaves the uh, the Los Angeles Rams, who went to the Super Bowl last year. And despite Todd Gurley's injury, um, his health, him not being a major part of the offense this year, look, Sean McVay is a mastermind offensive genius. Jared Goff has proven that he can play ball. They got wide receivers with Woods and and Brooke Cup. Cup is even coming back. Cooper Cup, that's huge. And their defense led by Aaron Donald, who's an MVP candidate, not just defensive, but MVP candidate. Yeah, I like the Rams to win the division again. I saw all I need to see when they dismantled my Cowboys. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was that must have been a tough I, one, buddy. I, yeah, I can't argue with that either. Uh, just ouch. I yeah. Them more than I ate the NFC East. <laughs> I hear you. I know when it's done to your team, I know it hurts. All right, our clock is telling us we got about four minutes left over here. So let's get to our wild card teams real quick. In the AFC, my two wild card teams were the Chiefs and Jaguars. I told you I like the Jaguars in that division as well. Plus the Chiefs, they just have too much. Those are my two wild cards. And in the NFC, we talked about the Eagles, as you did. You like them a lot. So do I. And you also happen to agree with me. Great minds think alike. The Green Bay Packers. I believe they're coming back to the NFC playoffs, and they could possibly make some noise. So I got Eagles, Packers, NFC, and AFC Chiefs, Jaguars. What's on your mind with the uh, wild card? Chiefs, Jaguars. That that would be interesting. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they can do it. They're two very good teams. I can see it happening. Uh, another team that may sneak in there could be the Ravens, although I doubt it could be the Browns, or maybe the Chargers prove me wrong and they come back strong. Let's see. Well, what about the NFC? I got the Eagles because the Cowboys winning that division for me, and I got Minnesota winning the North, so I have the Packers as my wild card team. I already said the Packers would win that division, didn't I? Ah, uh, yep, you got Pack winning that division. I don't even remember. Holy cow! Um, no, that's, that's okay. Bad. Off the top of your head, you're thinking more along the lines of, you know, Falcons. We got Eagles, the Bears, um, even maybe possibly the Panthers, or the Seahawks. Which one are you thinking? Maybe who's got the I'm best shot? The surefire pick for me for a wild card. I think the Panthers make it somehow. Okay. All right. Hey, I hope Cam stays healthy all year. I really do. He's a very exciting player to watch. He's been hit a ton. Um, I love Christian McCaffrey. I think that he's going to go for over 2,000 yards this year, um, you know, from the line of scrimmage. Again, he's just phenomenal. We're going to have another show coming up very soon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to close out our last couple of minutes for this Root for Sports podcast with J.J. Neely, who I am very happy to have be joining me today. I much appreciate you taking some time out for me, buddy. Uh, let's just go over a couple of really quick things. Super Bowl champions. I don't know if you come up with yours yet, but I came up with my matchup and my winner. 
I'm not going to get too in-depth into it. I'll save it for another time. But you heard me big up the Broncos. You heard me big up the Vikings. Neither team made the playoffs last year. They're both making it this year. They're both winning their divisions, and they will meet in the Super Bowl. Your Minnesota Vikings versus the Denver Broncos, and I got the Vikings winning it just by that much. Minnesota Vikings, your Super Bowl 54 champions. Who do you got, JJ? Oh, I'm, I'm going to get tomatoes thrown at me if anybody sees me on the street. <laughs> I, I have the Patriots. Oh, boy, he does. He did it. On the Rams. All right, a repeat. Okay, okay. All right, well, not going out of the realm of possibility. That's very obvious right there, JJ. So, Patriots, they still got it. The Rams, they still got it. I got them both winning the division, so I would not be shocked. JJ, this has been fantastic. We still got sleepers to get into. Um, We got teams who may be taking a step back. We have some seasonal categories to get into, MVPs, um, other seasonal awards, uh, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, things like that. JJ, we got a lot more to talk about in another upcoming episode very shortly. Tell the fans again where they could find you on Twitter. JJN09. JJN09. That's where you can find him. I am on Twitter at SportsProfit1. That's profit like I can see the future, not money making. And the number one, find us both. Find, follow us both. We'll follow you back as we got NFL coming to you all season long. All season long. Can't wait. First game Thursday night, Bears and Packers. We're going to get on top of that one, too. For now, we're out, guys. We love you. We appreciate it. And, JJ, thank you again.